Uh, it's a beautiful day. We're standing outside the radio station. The birds are singing. The sun is shining. I feel like lighting up a little barbecue. Puts me in the mood. In today's show, we talk a little bit about barbecue. We sure do, Judd. That's right. We had Jennifer Stewart, the executive director of the Napa Valley Education Foundation, talking about all that they do. What does that have to do with barbecue, Jennifer? It has everything to do with barbecue. That's what I say. And we're joined, but you got to hear the, the show to find out. But we are joined by four-time Napa Valley barbecue champion, national champ uh, in many ways, including barbecue and... <laughs> Should I mention the Speedos yet, or should we wait for people to, to, to listen to the show? It's Pat Burke. Hi. Hi. And Chuck Needhofer, who is leading the way for arts to be in our public schools, and I appreciate you coming down. Good morning, Judd. Good morning. Thank you for being on the show. I hope you guys had fun. I know it's a little odd, it's a little quirky, but I hope you got your message across, and I think that the community will enjoy hearing what you've got to say and what you're doing. It was great. We loved it. Thank you for having us. Love it. Pleasure. Lauren, what have you got to say for yourself? We invite you to join Judd at his family's winery at the South Bend of Silverado Trail here in beautiful Napa Valley, California, USA at Judd's Hill Winery, conveniently located at 2332 Silverado Trail. Thank you very much. And visiting information is online at www.juddshill.com. And while the folks are there, they can check out our quirky videos, they can find some recipes, they can even put some wine in their shopping cart. And as a little uh, little perk for being a listener, let's give them a deal, shall we? If you're an avid listener, type in coupon code JNVS, all in lowercase letters, please, no capitals, and you'll get 15% off your entire wine order. Satisfaction guaranteed. Ain't that the truth, and if you want a better deal than that... I'd say uh, join our Judd's Hill Wine Club. I think Pat would recommend that. I would. I am. Yes. Full disclosure, Pat being the wine club director emeritus of Judd's Hill, who's done a great job. But, uh, yes, if you join our wine club, it's, it's free to join. You're guaranteed all the wines, good times, maybe even a little bit of Pat's barbecue to enter the scene, invitations to fun things, and tons of fun. So, once again, thank you all for being here. Thanks for what you do for the community. And enjoy the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Let's not waste any more time, Judd. We got a show to do. This is not wasting time. These are fine folks. Everyone's a Finkel friend on Judd's Napa Valley Show. Get ready for another heap full of fascinating things to know from witty and intriguing people on Judd's Napa Valley Show. No stale script and no rehearsing, live from a Napa studio. You may be that intriguing person on Judd's Napa Valley Show. On Judd's Napa Valley Show. Judd's Napa, Judd's Napa Valley, Judd's Napa Valley Show. And now, live from the 1440 KVON studio in the beautiful Napa Valley, it's Judd's Napa Valley Show. I'm Lauren Mole, and here's your host, Chad Finkelstein. Good morning, Lauren. Thank you so much for that rousing introduction. Always a pleasure to be here with you. Top of the day, Judd. Top of the day. What's new in the world of Mr. Lauren Mole? Well, uh, first of all, I'd like to say that uh, me and my my mom and dad and another friend of mine, we went to see a Lucky Penny's production of Big River. Ah, how was that? It was a success. I'm hoping to get there this weekend. Wonderful. I like Lucky Penny. I love what they do. I think it's a fine theater company. They're really, they're really a step above most community theater that I've ever seen. In fact, I'd say way beyond a step above. It's like an absolute professional theater company right here in Napa. And I'm 
very glad that they're doing well and putting on successful productions. And you enjoyed yourself. You would recommend it to others? I would. Okay. Well, I hope folks will go out and see this production and look them up. Lucky Penny right here in Napa. You're going to be singing. That's right. Singing right here, right now. Go. Five, six, seven, eight. No, not right now. When are you singing? Let us know when you're singing. Me and my friends from Everybody is a Star Foundation will be singing uh, Take Me Out to the Ball Game again on September 30th during the seventh inning stretch at the Giants game. Well, well, well. And I hear the Giants are playing your absolute favorite baseball team, the Los Angeles Dodgers, that night. (laughs) Hey, no, Lauren Mole, you bleed Dodger blue. We were just talking about this before the show. Absolutely not, Judd. (laughs) Those accusations are absolutely false. You said if you could move anywhere, it would be Chavez Ravine in Los Angeles to be close to where the Dodgers play. Actually, no. I never said that. Okay, okay, I'll let you off the hook. You are a Giants fan through and through, and I you am. will be singing. That, that's September 30th? September 30th. Fantastic. And Everybody is a Star Foundation. Let everybody know once again. Uh, everybody is a Star Foundation is a nonprofit organization based in Sonoma that helps showcase the talents of special needs individuals in broadcast quality music videos. And if anybody goes to everybodystar.org, you can find out more about that organization and see Lauren Mole star, uh, starring in his own music video. That's right. It's pretty fantastic. It is. It's a success. It, it has been a great success. That's great. Okay, well, we'll look forward to seeing uh, you at the ball game. Great. Tickets available, I guess, through the Giants. Also, probably on the everybodystar.org website. Yes. Fantastic. Are you doing your warm-ups already? <laughs> me, 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 me. I'm, I'm working on it. All so, right. Yeah, so... Uh, so what's been going on with you, Judd? Well, harvest has started. I've been busy making wine these days, and folks are welcome to come by Judd's Hill on the south side of the Silverado Trail. We're always happy to welcome our Napa Valley neighbors and visitors from elsewhere. Visiting information is at Judd'sHill.com. And uh, something coming up really soon is a fun event for Community Resources for Children Napa. And we talked about this with our guest last week, Eva uh, Simonson. So most of you might already know it's a great organization that promotes learning and development for the youth of our community. And they are throwing a fundraiser with emphasis on the fun part. It's called Going Tiki for Tots. And it's going to be, can you read that? You, you have the flyer next to you. It's September 20th. That's a Tuesday. And it is from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. at Silverado. There's going to be live music. There's going to be wine, tropical cocktails, poo-poos, decadent poo-poos. And by the way, that's Hawaiian for appetizers, Lauren. Don't give me a look. Ah, Silent auction and all kinds of fun. And can you read the prices? It's a little small for me to read. Uh, Sure. Then they're probably right. Uh, Yeah, exactly. I don't usually get things right, so go Mm -hmm. ahead. Two for $85.00. And six for $240. And please note, this is all in American cash. That's right. You can go. Tickets are $50 if you just want one. But the price break that you just read is great. So it's two for $85, six for $240. I encourage everyone in our community to go to crcnapa.org. Once again, crcnapa.org. Pick up your tickets to go Tiki for Tots. I'll be there. I'll strum my ukulele. And live music also from a former guest, Jimmy Duhigg, world-renowned slack key, uh, Hawaiian slack key guitar player. Should be fun. I'm sure it will be. That's all I'm going to talk about now. We've got another event we're going to talk about in just a moment. But oh, we we're do. Gonna, we're going to do that with our guests. Okay. Would you like to introduce? Well, as a matter of fact, Judd, I have the paper with, with me right now ready to go. Well, then let's do it. Our guests are here to talk cuisine, but not me and Mar Beef Stew. 
an event is planned with music much more than a guy with guitar she knew. It's time to help our kids and pull off the smoking lids of Napa Valley's Championship Barbecue. Bar- wow, barbecue. <laughs> Myanmar beef stew. Actually, they're not talking about that. Well, no, but I just love the way you rhymed barbecue. Ah, well done. We have some fabulous guests. Who do we have? Jen, we're talking Napa Valley Barbecue and Beer Battle with Napa Valley Education Foundation Executive Director Jennifer Stewart and four-time Napa Valley Barbecue Champion Pat Burke. Wonderful. Welcome, Jennifer. Welcome, Pat. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Happy yeah. to be here. So to swing the microphone yes. around a little bit, but you guys are doing well. <laughs> Great to have you, Pat. You are no stranger to this show. You've been on once or twice talking about Once or twice, yeah. And Jennifer, you are leading this whole thing, the Education Foundation, and heading up the Napa Valley Barbecue and Beer Battle, which is your big fundraising gala. And I say fundraising gala, it conjures up these images of people in tuxedos and whatnot. Oh, this is no, not that, is it? Yeah, no, we have red and white checkered tablecloths. We have barbecue. We have beer. We have Judd's Hill wine. <laughs> oh, fabulous. It's more of a sundresses vibe rather than a gala vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Always a good time. This is now in its, what, sixth year? Yes. Fifth year? Six? Yes, it is six. Mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. thinking Amazing. six. Really fun event. One of my favorite of the year. Let's just give the information right off the bat. It's September 18th from 4 to 7 p.m. at the Napa Valley Marriott. Yes. And that's this Sunday. We're almost out of tickets. so That's this Sunday? What? It's coming up that quickly? It's crazy. Yes. All of a sudden, here we are in the middle of September. Wow. Well, I am, for one, I'm looking forward to this. Um, I'll be there pouring wine. But let's talk about, before we get into the whole event itself, what... We're doing it for. Well, we are. We originally started the barbecue and beer battle, and Judd and and Pat, you were there originally. So, and I wasn't quite there yet with the foundation. So, you guys probably could tell this history a little bit better than I. But for six years, we've raised funds for music and arts in in our schools. Um, music education, particularly, was cut back in in the recession, and funding was needed from the community to kind of keep keep things going. So the foundation stepped up and we put together a whole campaign to sustain the music and we were able to continue elementary music during that time and, and now to the point where it's thriving and we have dedicated music teachers who are in our elementary schools teaching every fourth and fifth grader music and we're very proud of that and a big piece of that is because of the barbecue and beer battle and the funds that are raised during that event. Which well, doesn't feel like you're raising money at that event because you're just eating and enjoying, but it's all going it. towards the kids. It's fantastic. That's true. It's true. It is It is tons of fun. Um, and more importantly, it does raise this much needed money. I mean, we all know that our schools need all the help they can get, especially our public schools. And uh, this is a way to keep keep music alive. Our phone is ringing, which is very odd. I'm going to just pick this up and see who this might be if you don't mind. Hello, caller. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Aha! Uh-huh. And and who do we have the pleasure of speaking to? Our, our, I think I think I might know. Is this is this celebrity chef Joey Ray, former Napa Valley barbecue champion? This is him calling in from Music City. From Music City, you're calling all the way from where? Let us know. I'm calling from Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee, and you are going to be coming out here in just uh, I would imagine a day or two to defend your title. Are you not? Yeah, just a few short days. I'll be there. Wow, that's exciting. So do you want to give us any uh, sneak preview of what you might have um, cooking up? 
or is this all secret? Um, no, no secrets here. Um, we have some of my world-famous brisket, some St. Louis ribs. Oof. Uh, the side dishes I've chosen to make are some uh, Caggiano spiked braised collard greens. Ooh, yum. And then we're going to make some uh, little ode to California, a little uh, some malotes with uh, some chipotle aioli, a little cilantro, some cotija, and some dried ancho chili rub on it. Oh, man, you were going over the top. I mean, this is a barbecue battle. In the past, it's really been just like a beef and a chicken, and now you're doing all this other stuff. You're, you're not pulling any punches. Yeah, I mean, we, the barbecue's great. It's the star of the show, but um, us chefs, we have, we have other skills, too. <laughs> no, indeed, indeed. Now, I want to ask you briefly while we've got you, because you're pretty well known here in Napa Valley, and you've been at some really great spots like the Q and over at the Marriott. Now you're back in Tennessee, which is where you grew up, correct? Correct. And that must have been where you got your start. Where did you get your love of cooking? Uh, if I recall maybe talking to you once before, there was there was an influential woman that got you started. Her name was Granny or Grandma? Can you remind yeah, me of the story? Yeah, you know, that woman would be uh, Granny Patterson. Granny you know, Patterson. I was, I was quite often babysat with her as a child, um, you know, out in the garden every day, playing in the creek, catching crawdads, <laughs> and just really, really good home-cooked comfort country food. Mm. Um, and it wasn't until in my latter years where, where I learned to appreciate that. I learned to appreciate the, the work that went into it, the love that went into it. You know, and that's what I try to translate on the plates to wherever I go. Um, you know, cooking is, is, is disconnected, I think, with a lot of folks in America these days. It's so easy to open a box. You know, it's so yeah. easy to open a box, go to the grocery store, open that freezer door, and, and find one of these ready-made things. And, you know, I'm really happy to see the resurgence with people in gardening, people with local cooking, people with doing business with our local farmers. You know, and that's what I've tried to do all along is, is cooking is a labor of love. Uh, and I want to highlight the labor part because, you know, real good food, you know, does require a lot of hands-on, hands-on work. Yes. A lot of, uh, a lot of hours behind the stove and the prep table and the wash sink and even in the garden and the fields. So it's just, it's that love that I, that I like about my, my job. And I get to experience it with, uh, you know, there on the West Coast was wonderful and and I'm trying to uh, get some folks here, at least to the property I'm at now, kind of on that track as well. Well, I think you're going to be successful. I mean, you've certainly gained a lot of fans out this way. You mentioned it's all about the love. And I wish I, I – right now, sitting right across from me is um, – you guys aren't, wasn't really a nemesis, but you guys were – combatants. Pat Burke is sitting right here, but unfortunately he can't hear you. We don't have a set of headphones. Hey, Joey, how are you? So, I'm good. How are you? He said, how are you? I'm great. I was, I was, the two of you went head-to-head a few years ago uh, in the barbecue competition, and um, I mean, I just wish, Pat, that you could hear what he's saying, because he's really talking smack about you right now. That's what and, it is. What it is. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not. But he's talking about the love that goes into it, and I... And I see that in his cooking, and I've seen that in your cooking. You know, I've known you not only as the four-time Napa Valley champion, Pat, but also as various national titles champion. And you're the guy that will go out into a parking lot since you are not a professional chef. You don't have a, a professional kitchen to work out of. You will sit in the parking lot of the Marriott for these in the past, starting at what, 4 a.m., 3 a.m.? All, all night long. All night long. Before yeah. that, tending the fire, making sure the smoke is perfect, the 
the ribs have the proper rub and the, it, everything is tended. The love shows through, and I know it's that a, that's... It's a passion. As Joey knows, it's, it's definitely a passion. It's a passion. So I'm looking forward to having Joey back out here. Joey, you want to talk about where you are right now real quick, just fo- so folks know where they can find you? Because you do have a lot of fans out here in Napa Valley. Yeah, currently uh, I'm at the Union Station Hotel. That's in Nashville, Tennessee. It's uh, real close to smack dab in the middle of downtown. It's on Broadway. It's a 120-year-old historic train station. You know, it's opened up in the, as a train station back in, I believe it's 1902 or 1906. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, you know, all original lime work, all the all lime, so limestone, I'm saying. Um, all that was carved here on site. You know, we still have train tracks running by us today, so we still see those. Those whistleblows and those those rock and rail cars that get a little bit of an ambiance here. Very cool. Um, you know, it's just a gorgeous, gorgeous building. We are in renovations right now, scheduled to be done in October. And also in October, we actually are relaunching a new restaurant space that will be smoking, focusing on. Um, I like smoking. You're going to be smoking. That's sm- focus on the smoke. Right. Well, we are going to be doing some barbecue. Okay, I like that. Well, that's great. Now you're heading back out to Napa. You are going to defend your title. And are you, do you have any qualms? Any? Uh, are you nervous? Are you anxious? Do you know anything about your competitors this year? Um, I know a little bit, but no, not nervous, not anxious. You know, it's it's not over till the fat lady sings in these things. You know, one little one a couple degrees off in our cooking, and as Pat knows, it will it will throw off the whole dish because it's a Ten to twelve hour process. Yes. Um, you know, I moved back here to Tennessee to get some competition in the barbecue world. Ah. So hopefully, when I get back to Napa, there'll be some ready for me. Okay. Well, I know we're ready for you. I'm looking forward to seeing you. I'll be there Sunday. I'm looking forward to tasting what you're cooking and uh, saying hey and shaking your hand. It's been a while. Yes, sir. All right. Well, thank you for calling in. It's a pleasure. We'll see you in a few days. Yes, sir. We'll see you soon. <laughs> okay. Bye. 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 All right. Well, Joey Ray calling in from Tennessee. I know the folks in here couldn't hear, but maybe that's better. So when you get there on Sunday, you won't know what to expect from him. But he's he's cooking up a lot of stuff. It's not yes. just beef and chicken. He's yeah. He's got a whole menu. So, Jennifer, I am sorry. We were cut short there by the phone call. That's exciting. I'm so glad he could call in. Yeah. Our reigning champ. I hope that'll generate some interest since he does have so many friends. Oh, and uh, I didn't bring up the fact that he'll be cooking against his former... Uh, restaurant here, mm-hmm. the Q. It's true. Which is famous here in it's Napa true. for their yes. barbecues. Yeah, so yeah. They're that, fantastic. That's going to really, add some tension. Yeah, and then sauced out of Petaluma. And both of those, so Brian Whitmer with the Marriott Hotel is their, um, their executive chef and donates so much time and energy to this event. It's really quite phenomenal. But he went around to uh, a number of different barbecue joints in, in Napa and, and surrounding areas, kind of greater Bay Area, really, looking for the top of the top, the best of the best. Who would be <laughs> able to topple that crown uh, from Joey Ray? No. And he found somebody in <laughs> Petaluma. I mean, this is the first time I think that our barbecue and beer battle has expanded outside of Napa County. It's true. Yeah, yeah. And it's expanded quite a bit, Petaluma and Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> what do you think, Pat, as the originator of this competition and four-time champion, how do you feel about it going outside of Napa? Well, I, I think it's awesome, actually, because yeah? it brings in interest from out of the valley, and uh, it all goes to the Education Foundation. So uh, money from outside the county is great. <laughs> your money's money, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you know, and, and and what better to do is eat barbecue and drink beer. 
Well, <laughs> the only thing I can think of that's better to do than that is keep our kids educated. There you go. And right. I'm very excited to keep them educated in the arts. And uh, Jennifer, you brought along somebody who can speak to exactly that. I'd love for you to I give him an introduction. Sure. This is Chuck Niedhofer. He is uh, the arts coordinator for Napa Valley Unified School District. And it's a new position, and we're so excited to be co-sponsoring that position at the district. It's uh, really, this is the moment of change here in Napa County, and we're so, so proud to be part of it. So, Chuck, do you want to talk well, a little welcome, bit Chuck. about Welcome, Chuck. It's Thank a pleasure you. to meet you and Thank pleasure you. to have you in, and I, I can't wait to hear about what it is you'll be doing now that you're here. Sure. It's a new position that was uh, created with the passage of the um, Arts Education Master Plan, which is a big title for a big plan, actually, that, that um, was a while in the making. Uh, it resulted from a whole bunch of folks in the community who wanted to support and increase the arts education in our public schools <clears throat> getting together and saying, how can we do this? Oh, great. Um, and several years ago, they had a big breakfast, business owners, arts advocates, teachers, school administrators, and said, what do we need to do to make this happen? And this was a countywide effort. And they realized, you know, we really don't have the data we need to have this discussion to, mm. even, to even answer the questions that we're asking. And so that led to some formal assessments, including an assessment of what did things look like in the school district. Because they were looking at perspectives of, of, um, of artists and the perspectives of business owners and the perspective of just community members who aren't necessarily interested in the arts yeah. to try to figure out uh, writ large what's the situation with arts in, in Napa County. What did we find out? Well, they... There, so, so it's um, there's a lot of different angles to answer that question, right? <laughs> sure, and, yeah. and so I'm involved just in the. Uh, it's a broad the, question. Yeah. Exactly, it's a big one. Yeah. And so they did some assessments just in the area of education, and that led to the need for for further study in education. And and so a great community uh, sponsor stepped forward in Festival Napa Valley, mm-hmm. and and they said uh, to the to the Arts Council, "Hey, we'll help make this happen," and uh, partnering with the school district. Uh, they hired a consultant to come in and worked with all of the school, all 30 schools in our in our school district uh-huh. to figure out, you know, kind of what's the state of the arts mm-hmm. right now. So that that process, which lasted about six months, resulted in this arts master plan that was then adopted by the board last June. And the position that I hold now was a part of that plan. Uh-huh. So I was appointed right after that and started about a month and a half ago. And now, now what's going to happen? What are you going to be? What are you going to be doing to? Well, what are you going to be doing? I know that uh, programs probably need to be implemented. Money needs to be raised. Uh, directions need to be found. What, what are your first few action items here? So it's a five-year plan. Okay. The plan is available online. Uh, oh. you, can, you can find it on our school district website or on the Arts Council Napa Valley website. Uh, it's about 80 pages, so it's, it's uh, a lot of reading. But the last half of it is all appendices of input of folks from different stakeholder groups uh, who came to these visioning sessions that were held uh, last winter and last spring. So, right. so it is interesting. But over the course of the five years, we focus, and, and my start so far has been gathering a leadership team uh, from among the 65 arts educators that we have in the district, yeah. organizing us so that we can talk to each other. We didn't even have an email list. We didn't know oh, really? who all these people were. So just figuring out who all is in the room, we've, we've uh, crossed that sure. hurdle. First step is communicate. First step is communicating, yeah. right. So we're going to get together and, and make sure everybody understands the plan. And then uh, really the focus of the first year is on curriculum to get an accurate snapshot of what's happening, not just K-12 up and down the system, mm-hmm. but across the system in all the areas of the arts. So so chorus and strings and band and theater and media arts. So looking looking not just up and down the system, but across the system as well. With the goal to enhance, to add, to... 
right. to bring it to every single school. I mean, I'm not even sure every single school has a rich arts program here no, in that's our right. county. That's right. Uh, much of it is dependent on local parent populations, on PTOs mm-hmm. who, that do so much for our schools. And, and obviously, uh, charter schools or magnet schools come with, uh, with their own history and programs, and, and uh, that creates different environments, too, for the arts. So, yeah, the goal is uh, especially, and we should have this done by January or February, to figure out really, really what's happening in the diff- different schools and what's not happening in terms right. of, uh, you, know, you know, the state gives us a framework for arts education. Yeah. Uh, it's not necessarily that we're, that we're, uh, we're going to try to do that. Exactly, but but that's our um, that's the barometer that we use to, to measure up against. I see. Uh, so we'll have a much more interesting conversation that's really data driven mm-hmm. uh, after February when we've done all this footwork with curriculum. Well, very good. I mean, I'm very glad to know that there's somebody that's you in doing this. Thank this you. is fantastic Thank you. It's for exciting. the schools. Great people. You know, I grew up certainly in our public school system, as did Lauren. I know we both were involved in arts. I I did a lot of singing. Actually, I think you did too, didn't you, Lauren? You can come up. We're, we're short of microphone. Come on over here, Lauren. As a matter of fact, I did. Yeah, over at uh, Napa High? Napa High. Napa High. Travis so. Rogers, Napa High School Chorus. Ah. Very great. I know it's certainly having the access to, to music and other arts programs. Not that I was ever a great painter or drawer, but it was nice to learn a little bit about technique and history in that sense. But certainly in music, it's why I'm very excited to be co-sponsoring the barbecue and beer battle. It gave my creativity and outlet it gave me a place to belong it gave me looking at me you could probably can't tell i wasn't the most athletic you know i look like the jock don't i but so i wasn't really playing a lot of sports but being able to have music gave me a place to belong in school and i think really a place to it's a kind of a hackneyed word but just to sort of thrive i mean i felt Mm -hmm. Very good being able to be involved in arts and the mm-hmm. fact that there was a rich program where I went to school. It's why a lot of kids come to school, you know, and yeah. as you say, it's a point of connection for so many as, as athletics are. So it's important that, that we give these things respect because it's, it, it's, it's allowing students not just to survive in schools, but for some students, it's what really leads them to thrive and, yeah. to, and, to, and, to, and to really stay engaged in the educational process. And, you know, the district's been talking for four, about the four C's for quite a while, communication, collaboration, creativity, critical thinking. Um, and now we've expanded to six C's, and and the arts really are a natural, are a natural way to pursue this creativity uh, in class. That and and there, as you said, and you know, the shout out to Mr. Rogers. There's yeah. there's greatness happening in pockets across our district in the arts. So I look forward to highlighting those and expanding them. Well, there's a lot of truth in what you just said, and I'm very glad that you're out there making it happen. And I appreciate you sharing a little bit about it today. Thanks, Judd. It's crazy, but we've got to take a little break. I feel like we just sat down. <laughs> So, Lauren, would you talk us out, please? We'll be back with more of Judd's Napa Valley Show right after these messages. Judd's Napa Valley Show. Every episode, a veritable cornucopia of Finkel fun. At 1440 on your AM dial in Napa and streaming live around the world at KVON.com, we're cooking up some barbecue on Judd's Napa Valley Show. (laughs) That's right, Lauren. (laughs) We are talking some barbecue. We're talking specifically about the Napa Valley Barbecue and Beer Battle coming up this coming Sunday, September 18th. But more importantly than that, we need to talk about what it all supports and benefits, and that is the Napa Valley Education Foundation's Music Connection Program, which ensures music education in our public schools. And someone very qualified to talk about that 
is with us right now. It's Jennifer Stewart. You are the executive director of the Napa Valley Education Foundation. So let's talk about what you do in that role. Well, the foundation oversees a number of different um, programs and and fundraises for the priorities and initiatives within the the school district. Uh, But in this context, the Music Connection is one of our oldest programs. Um, This every year we rent out or loan musical instruments to to students. If they can't afford to rent one, then we offer it to them at low or no cost. This year, our our rental our rental week was quite crazy and fun and yeah. um, amazing. We had all of the music teachers there after school every day as parents and students came to pick up their instruments and to put that instrument in a child's hand is quite amazing. But they're so, so proud to be able to have that opportunity to <laughs> learn an instrument. But they learn what to do with it. They do. Part of the yes, program. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, this year, I, I believe our numbers will cap over 700 instruments that, oh, have, wow. that ha- are on, on rent. Um, Wonderful. Right now. Yeah. It's really quite a big program. And this is throughout how many schools? All the elementaries. Mm -hmm. And then um, middle and high school students are also available, are able to rent um, from us as well or to loan from us as well. Although most of the middle and high school bands have instruments already. Oh, I see. And we support those those programs as well. So the Music Connection, though, is more than just the shop. It's also the program that sort of has enabled music education in our district schools for uh, many, many years. So we have a Vertical Articulation Day, which sounds silly. Whoa, but what is that? Yeah. <laughs> you have a so, what? So the, the, the Did teachers, you bring it? Yeah. <laughs> we have elementary, middle, and high school students come together for a full day where they're peer mentoring um, under the direction of of usually a professional artist as well as their teachers for a whole day. And at the end of the day, they do a, a concert together for their parents. So for a middle school or an elementary school student, this means that they're working with the band director, that they may, if they continue <laughs> on up through the program, that they may end up you know, having as their teacher. And well, that's it's exciting. quite amazing. It, it really builds the engagement. It keeps them connected into that pipeline. Right. It gets them excited. Like, ooh, this is what I will do as I I'm continue like to practice yes. and grow and get to this stage. Here's who I'll be working with. Yes, exactly. And then we have uh, band camps as well um, in the summer and sometimes in the winter as well. And those all are focused on just building skill, building engagement, keeping kids connected in. And uh, our our music connection is under our music and arts program area, which also includes the you know, participation in the Arts Alliance's education plan and supporting the work that Chuck is doing as well. Very good. It's great. And how do folks, if they wanted to get involved, I'm sure there's something uh, folks can do. I'm sure at the very least... Donate a little money, perhaps, to something? Well, no, no. Are, are there opportunities oh, no, we don't for this? Need any. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure volunteering is good, and there's probably other opportunities to help out. But uh, some folks just like to write a check. Yeah, we'll take or a check. Or earn some miles on a credit card. How do, how do they do that? Exactly. <laughs> or donate something from your business. Yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. The barbecue battle is our our big fundraiser that supports music and arts each year, but we do have a number of other events that we're hosting throughout the year. We'll have an annual campaign as well. We always love to talk to anybody who's interested in music and the arts and really engage with them. So give us a call or visit our website or 
you know, like you said, write us a check. We don't, we don't turn those <laughs> away either. But we really want to feel that that donors and folks interested are, feel connected to the schools. So there are a lot of different avenues to do so. You can participate at your school site. You can connect in with us through the Education Foundation, and we oversee the larger district-wide initiatives. But there are parent groups as well at all the school sites that are really always looking for support and engagement from the community. This uh, music and arts, as well as health and wellness, are often not the number one thing out there that you think of when you think of what an educational experience for a student might be. They might not always include music and arts or health and wellness, and we believe that they should. So well, we want the community to stay engaged and to continue to, to well, really in, do that. I'm intrigued, and I know that you have three – what am I saying? Uh, Program areas? Th- yeah, yeah, th- yeah, three main areas that you work on, and um, we talked about music and the arts – and uh, you just mentioned health and wellness, so can we talk about that? And then we'll get into, I guess what's more obvious is the academics with mm-hmm. college and career goals, but how about the health and wellness? What are you working uh, towards there in the schools? Well, every year we also host the Race for Education with Napa Fit, and that event is also pretty fantastic. It's in May. Um, we have about 800 participants run or walk. Uh, that raises money for elementary school PE. So, ah. so similarly, there's a group of there are a group of teachers as a cohort that go around to all of the elementary schools and ensure that standards based PE is is happening and being met and that they're meeting their their state requirements for minutes. And it's a really fantastic program other than that baseline boring aspect of it that I just mentioned. But they're really engaging the students in a way that's pretty phenomenal. You know, we want students to feel like they have a baseline of what physical fitness and health needs to be as they're growing up. And to start that at a young level, a young age is very, very important. So that serves about 8,300 students per year. So we donate in through the Race for Education, all donations go towards that. Well, I hope PE classes have changed since I was in <laughs> uh, since I was in school because what I remember probably needing the most was throat lozenges for the PE teachers because their voices were raw from yelling at us so much. <laughs> oh, I just thought it was miserable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the next generation of okay, I hope PE so. 2.0. Yeah, days. these are like <laughs> drill sergeants we had. <laughs> Things that should be fun and were made terrifying. We're also working with the middle schools on wellness centers, and that's a collaborative kind of public-private partnership between the the school sites and nonprofits in town to kind of restructure what wellness looks like in those schools. So social workers, mental health professionals, health professionals are kind of under one roof at a wellness center Mm -hmm. at the middle schools now in in, in VUSD. And that was through a big grant that we helped um, get from the feds. And we're happy to see that that's going really well and hope it sustains itself for many years to come. It's kind of put mental health on a forefront, I think, for the district, which is an important an important thing. They've screened 3,700 students in the middle schools for mental health and behavioral needs and triage them as needed. And it's pretty fantastic just to be able to identify and support the kids who are in need of additional services. And then being able to offer it. I mean, right. key, wonderful. Yeah. 
And the third, and I guess as I said, the more obvious is you work in the area of academics, uh, getting kids ready for college and career and whatnot. You want to talk about how that works through the Napa Valley Education Foundation? We, we yes, we were formed in 1983 to hand out teacher grants, so we still do that, and we're so proud of that. Every year, we we provide $500 or more to to teachers to support their classrooms and mm. innovation and engagement in the classrooms. We've handed out more than 1.2 million over the course of the years, wonderful uh, to students, and we're very very proud of that. That's called. Today, that's called the Spencer Colton Gold Star Teacher Awards. I um, saw that on your website, so yes, now I'm glad I know what name. it is. Yeah, that's it. And it's fantastic. It's it's kind of our flagship program that, that brought us all here together as the Education Foundation. This last year, we also supported a new program called the College and Career Readiness Internship Program that's district-wide, so b- connecting students with businesses so that they can have an experience Ah. before they graduate from high school. We believe that high school is the perfect time to look at what you would want to do to learn if it was right for you or not. Sometimes the or not is just as important. And to really have that job experience piece in life before you forge out on your own. Fantastic. And these are all outlined and discussed in more detail at your website, nvef.org. Napa Valley Education Foundation. But the big deal that we just need to talk about right now (laughs) is the fact that Pat Burke, who is a four-time Napa Valley barbecue champion, is sitting right across from us and looking very calm. He's got this... It's because I don't have to cook. I was going to say it's because you're not competing. (laughs) I am competing, but not there. Oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Okay, well, we should talk about that, too. But this Sunday, though, no pressure. Just... I'm coming to eat. Just coming to eat. Drink, drink a little beer. beer. A little beer. Uh, a lot. Well, there's... Did you know there's seven? There are seven breweries going to be featured. All these craft beers. We've got Lagunitas, a brewing company, Carneros, Napa Smith, Tannery Bend, Green Flash, Alpine, Speakeasy. Is that seven? That's seven. Is that more? Yes. That's seven. Yeah. I wasn't counting, but... Those are good beers. I know. A couple of them I haven't had, but I can't wait to try. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. Oh, wait. That's the other show. Yeah, and they just showed up. There they are. I can see them outside. They just brought in a couple bottles of beer. The beer show follows us. Nice. How These guys are excited for the beer battle. There we go. Getting the the high five through the glass. All right. Speakeasy is our reigning champ for breweries, so we'll see. It's all a competition. And how is it working this year? Is there going – is it – I know there have been judges in the past. There's also been people's choice. How's it going to work this year? So this year, you come, you get your your stuff at the door, and what you get is one voting chip for the grill, one voting chip for the beer, Mm -hmm. and the... The uh, barbecuers are actually a blind tasting, and okay. the breweries are not a blind tasting. Right. So, so we're back to blind. We started blind, then it went to you knew who it was, yeah. which seemed a little unfair with all the yeah, yeah. friends Pat Burke has in well, this town. It's not fair at all. <laughs> <laughs> with all the friends and $5 bills you were handing out. There you go. <laughs> All right, so that'll be blind, but it's going to be a People's Choice Award. It is, yeah. yeah, and that's so fun. We're actually the Marriott has redone their venue, and it's gorgeous. I'm really excited for everybody to see it. I this stopped year. in there the other day. I couldn't believe it. It's beautiful, it's absolutely spectacular. It is yes. beautiful. I've got to ask you a very important question. Oh yes, since I don't know where the battle will be held this year within the new venue, 
Will it be near the pool deck? And I only ask because Pat <laughs> started this tradition with his victories, his many victories, that as soon as he was pronounced victorious, he would take a dive right in the pool with his chef's jacket on and his – maybe did you have your barbecue tongs? Still, you know, that would be dangerous. Oh. But uh, <laughs> you would start off a little uh, clothed cannonball session right in the pool. Yeah. So – Especially on the days that it was 104 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> sure, that's right. It yeah. started in around 4th of July-ish or late June. Maybe a little cooler this year, but still, I think this is a tradition that bears continuing. Yeah. I think Joey didn't do it last year, though. He wouldn't do it. Oh. And, uh, um, I got an email from Brian Whitmer, the executive chef of the Marriott, asking me if I would uh, bring my Speedo. <laughs> Probably <laughs> oh, as a proxy no. for him. Probably as a proxy for him. <laughs> hey, now. All right, now, so is this for, you're going to jump in in the Speedo, or you're going to... You never know. You're going to force Joey into your Speedo. You, you never know. Oh. You never know. And, I mean, you are a somewhat swimming enthusiast, so I have no doubt that you probably even have more than one Speedo to show off. I do. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. <laughs> All right. So we've got three competitors in the barbecue. We do. We've got seven competitors in the beer, and for those who like wine... There can be only one. This is true. <laughs> and that's Judd's Hill. We're very proud to be able to co-sponsor this. the beginning. This. The founder, the co-sponsor. We started this event with Brian and Pat. And Pat, how did that all happen? I think Brian was sort of new to town. Uh, his background is Kansas City. He knows barbecue. They were doing barbecue at the old kind of sports bar they had at the Marriott, Long Gone Characters, which at that time was probably the best barbecue you could get yeah, anywhere that nobody yeah. knew about. Um, and I think he read this article about you in the Napa Register and said, well, who's this guy? He did, and then he reached out to me, and we uh, we, uh, we we shared some barbecue together. And then he, he said, you know, I think we should we should do an event that would benefit um, a uh, foundation here in the Valley and pick the Ed Foundation, and off we went. The rest is history. Yeah, you won awesome four event. years in a row. Yeah, I did. I won four years you in a row. You beat him. I did, <laughs> yeah. And, um, but that's not to say his food – isn't excellent because I, I love no, it his is. food. I, it I is. used to go yeah. to characters to eat his food. Yeah. I, I like going to Vin yeah. 11. It's uh, fantastic. It's a great, great lunch place. They do a great brunch on the weekends. They do great really, everything. Really, great cocktails, really great food. It's just yeah. hard to beat Pat Burke, hometown favorite in his own yeah. home turf. And especially with that Speedo that he wears every year. <laughs> but you said you're still competing. And I see this once in a while popping up that you're going off to some competition. I, since you're not doing this Anymore, I thought you had retired from. I did retire. The scene. I did. I what did got you back retire. into competitive um, barbecuing? Uh, my 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 good friends Scott and Pam Harris from San Jose have a team that they've been uh, competing, um, not quite as long as I have, but um, and doing quite well. Um, reached out to me and said, "Hey, we want to bring you back out of retirement, and <laughs> and would you would you help us uh, uh, do our stuff?" So. Um, the three of us go out on on uh, competitions sponsored by the Kansas City Barbecue Society. Yeah. And, um, we have a great time. We got one this weekend in Orville, uh, Friday, Saturday. That's uh, coming up. Yeah, and then we'll be back. We'll be back for. We'll be back okay. on Sunday, and, we're, and the team we're all coming to the to the event. Oh, so, good, good, yeah. good, good. That'll be fun. I'll That's look a lot of barbecue. It's a lot, a lot of, of barbecue. barbecue. I don't. Yeah, but I'm it's, looking forward to hearing their yeah. comments. Now, your other teams, you had the Vineyard Roasters, the Barnyard right. Roasters. Right. One was out of Mississippi. Mississippi. You still involved with those? I am. He called Mickey uh, from called me last night from Mississippi, and uh, oh, we yeah. talked a little bit. So, you going to do something? Uh, we're thinking. You know, if I had more time, I'd, I'd go back to. There's one in, in Columbus, Mississippi, down in the south that mm. we'd love to go to. Uh, maybe next year. I think we're going to put it on the calendar. That the the team I'm on now, the name of the team is Too Ashamed to Name. 
<laughs> and um, and uh, we're thinking about heading to the, um, to uh, Mississippi to to do a, a show a little California love down there. All right. Well, you know, California make sure you keep everybody uh, posted yeah. via yeah. whatever you use, Facebook, Instagram, yeah. uh, Smell-O-Vision. That's what I want. Oh, yeah. Barbecue yes. competitions. <laughs> oh, man. Wonka-Vision, where you can actually send yeah. the, the <laughs> item through. Talking. You can try it. That sounds good. Well, I'm glad you're going to be there Sunday. And, oh, Pat, I should give you some props. You tend to be pretty secretive, as many barbecuers are. But you did give me one of your methods for chicken. For the slow-cooked slow chicken cooked thighs, chicken. Yeah. smoked. I've been doing it. People yeah. fall on the floor. They just know, pass out with pleasure. They can't believe they're having chicken that good. Yeah, and I thank you for sharing awesome. that technique with me. I will guard it closely uh, you, and continue to away. impress the masses. Give it away? Yeah, give it away. Okay, no. ladies, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, and now a Judd's Napa Valley show. Exclusive. And so here's what you do. First, you take the... Oh, I think we just got knocked off the air there for a second. I got Whip it. Us. I got it. But down. if anybody Thank heard you. that, I, maybe it was just my headphones that went out. There you go. All right, let's tell folks how they can come Sunday to the barbecue and beer battle. Purchase tickets online, NVEF, as in Napa Valley Ed Foundation, NVEF.org. We have only about 30 tickets left. It's close. It it's was almost sold out last I heard. A crowd of 300 uh, wow. when all is said and done. So it'll be a big event. If you wanted to come, you should probably get your tickets right now. Right now, as we speak, get online. You might be streaming this. You're already on the computer. Just go to nvef.org and <laughs> whip out your credit card. And there will be auction items, live auctions, silent auction, music, all that good stuff. It's yes. going to be a fun, fun It's going to be really fun. Okay. Well, I've got to ask, now that I've got this esteemed panel here, some of you have done uh, some media like this, maybe all of you, I'm not sure. I know you talk to the press and talk to a lot of folks. Has anybody ever asked any of you, and I want honest answers here, the following question. And you know, I'm going to allow Lauren, I've never done this before, but today's a special occasion. Would you please, while I r retrieve what I need to get, would you please pose the question? Panel, do you go nuts for donuts? <laughs> Nobody has. I've actually ever been asked, asked that question before. That. Yeah, that's true. Pat's been on this show. And by the way, we didn't get too much into Pat's background and barbecue and what he's all about. But you can scroll through on the iTunes Store, look up Judd's Napa Valley Show, and scroll back a ways, look up Pat Burke, and you can listen to past episodes of the show, including his. But right now, I've got this beautiful selection of donuts. Wow! Which I'd like you to take a look, and if each of you wouldn't mind. Picking one, running a little Ooh, short sprinkles. on time, so I might only have a chance to ask. Uh, some, I'm, but going, I do, I'm, I'm curious to see whatever. Old fashioned maple. Old what? fashioned maple. That is oh. the most popular. You took his probably in the 90th percentile. Anybody that wants it. Does anybody okay. else want that? Okay. Split. I'm okay, Chuck's chocolate. going for that too. I'm going chocolate. Okay, chocolate cake. Classic. Mm. So I don't have time to ask all of you this. So I'm going to go with Pat since he has the culinary with background here. With your mouthful. <laughs> If you were throwing that on the grill, what kind of wood would you be using? Ooh. Apple. Apple wood. Apple wood with maple. Apple maple. Apple apple wood. Maple. Well, there you have it. Yeah. Easy I as that. I that donut. Sure. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to play everyone's favorite party game. Put a piece of bacon game. on it. Oh, okay. I can't, I can't, I've lost control of the show, Can we Lauren. have that? 
they're too excited about this apple and bacon maple. It's time to play everyone's favorite party game here on Judd's Napa Valley Show. This is Mad Libs. That's right. We're going to play a game of Mad Libs. And Pat, you've done this before, so I'm going to... I'm going to uh, stick to Jennifer here. Now, earlier today, Jennifer, I went to nvef.org, the Napa Valley Education Foundation's website where you can get tickets to the barbecue and beer battle Mm -hmm. and make other donations. And thank you. And I found found some information, but I realize I'm giving this – I'm I'm jumping the gun. What we need to do is fill out the Mad Libs. (laughs) Forget what I just said. I did this before when we took a break. Remember we came back and I kind of did the same thing? I, I think so. I shouldn't go on vacation. I kind of forget how the show works when I do that. <laughs> well, judge, so, judge, see what happens when you can't afford guest hosts on a regular right, basis. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to flip the page here and we're going to do a very different Mad Lib. So no clues there. Okay. So for this one, I'm going to need an adjective. Adjective. Sticky, like my donut. <laughs> okay, sticky. Perfect. Another Thank adjective. You. Another adjective. How about curly? Curly. And another adjective. You're good at this. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, another adjective. Yeah. Polka dotted. <laughs> Polka dotted, like Pat's Speedo. Okay, here we go. A verb. Boy, what a glare I just got from Pat. A verb ending in I polka dot. <laughs> a verb ending in ing. Ing. How about hopping, like bunny hopping? Bunny hopping. I like it. And by the way, uh, I subscribed to your webcam, Pat, so I know that what you said is mm. not true. Okay. Another verb <laughs> ending in ing. Mm. Humming. Humming. And a plural noun, more than one thing. Doorknobs. Okay. Doorknobs. And finally. This is obscure enough. I hope so too. (laughs) We'll find out. And a geographic location could be anywhere. Ooh, anywhere. Anywhere. How about the Rocky Hills of Mars? (laughs) I love it. Rocky Hills of Mars. I fooled you. I actually used the original one again. I went on to. The website, I, I found <laughs> your bio, oh, and no. you've just rewritten this. Oh, and here we go. <clears throat> Short on time, so I'm going to cruise through this. Feel free to laugh where appropriate. Jennifer Stewart joined the foundation in 2014 as the executive director. As a fifth-generation Napa native, which I did want to talk about, but we ran out of time. A lot of Napa experience. Anyway, as a fifth-generation Napa native, Jennifer has dedicated her career to supporting the sticky and curly development of youth in our community. Ugh. Jennifer. (laughs) That's that's not good. No. (laughs) But thank you on behalf of the community. Anyway, she believes, and this is your quote, working with the foundation is very (laughs) polka-dotted. That's so true. We work closely with the school district to provide funds for the critical programs that keep students engaged in learning. She has an extensive bunny hopping background, having worked for many years in nonprofit humming Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. for government doorknobs (laughs) (laughs) in grant writing positions. Jennifer lives in the Rocky Hills of Mars with her son, Jack, who will be in kindergarten in the Napa Valley Unified School District in 2017. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Chuck. I appreciate all that all of you do for the community, and I appreciate you being here today. We appreciate you yeah, right thank you. back. Thank you very much.
This is Lauren Mole speaking for Judd's Napa Valley Show, a Gillamar production. Judd's Napa Valley Show.